0: It's Cassie with a Happy Thinker, and this is episode number 62. Hey, my friends, my neighbors, the people that um, I really enjoy talking to every week. I have a very fun and very personal episode today. I am going to talk about my lifestyle Um, and I'm going to talk about the lifestyle that I strive to cultivate and um, some key points that if you also would like to strive for a lifestyle like this can help you kind of achieve that. Because sometimes what can happen when we're trying to find a new way of living and we've never done it before is because we don't know what that looks like. We don't really know when we've hit that that point where we were in the place that we want to be until we look around one day and realize we're living the lifestyle that we want. Lifestyle is something really important for you to think about and the reason I, I say that is because... It's literally how you're calling things into being because what like calls itself to like. So whatever you're doing, you're you're kind of manifesting and drawing that more to yourself. So if you're a really grateful person, you'll you'll draw more to be grateful for. If you're a person that complains a lot, you'll draw more things to complain about. Um, the same thing can be said about your lifestyle, the way you choose to live. Gives you a good idea of what will be drawn to you. Um, Naturally, it's kind of the way the law of the universe works a little bit. And it's important to pay attention to your lifestyle for so many reasons. It can be a big contributor of your health, it can be a big contributor of your happiness, it can be a big contributor of. everything that you think in your brain now, if you're doing lots of mind and thought work, and it's not really having a lot of results, then you can really attest that back to your lifestyle. What I find really interesting about lifestyle, it's something most people kind of don't think about, which is crazy to me. I think it is becoming more um, understood that you should pay attention and be very intentional about the lifestyle that you want, but it's something most people didn't think about before and and I've seen so many families and so many individuals who would live a life that they don't really like and it's not that they themselves are doing things that they don't like or or like their beliefs may, may be lined up with who they are, but they're not living them out in their daily lifestyle. If you're a person who cares about fitness but yet you're living kind of a lazy life and only going to the gym every once in a while and you may work out hard and you may really love fitness but then you don't really live a lifestyle that shows anything about that then it doesn't really align with who you are if you're a person who believes higher education is like the avenue to the world, yet you yourself don't encourage your kids for higher education, you don't get involved in the educational system, you don't work towards um, higher higher pay for those who work in the educational you know, you're not involved, rather. You know, you don't have to do something specific, but you're not involved in higher education, then you can't really say that that's what you your heart stands for. You may believe that but you're not living a lifestyle that shows that. And the lifestyle that I myself have chosen to live, um, after living a lifestyle for many, many years that I I didn't like, I found myself in a, in a life that I hated. Um, and it wasn't anybody's fault but my own. It was all choices that I didn't, I wasn't consciously making my choices. I was making them as I went along, which is what most people do. But when you get intentional about your choices and what you want out of your life and really pay attention, don't let things slip under the radar, you get to understand what you naturally like go to, what are your natural fallbacks. And some of them might be healthy, but a lot of them can be unhealthy. Um, and then you can understand yourself better. Um, some of your habits and lifestyle might be from where you grew up. And what kind of household you grew up in. Your lifestyle might have been one where you work hard and then you come home and relax after work and and that's it. That's that's life. Um, You go to work and you come home. Those are life for you. If that's the kind of lifestyle that you lived when you were a kid, like watched your family do, then you probably cultivated the same when you grew up. Um, If you live a lifestyle where... You are never at home, ever. You're always running around doing something busyness for the sake of busyness that probably has something to do with um, your family um, and what you grew up in or the lack of that. So sometimes I find in psychology it goes the opposite way. Your brain learned the lesson not from watching and taking that on but learning it didn't want to do that and the reason why and then going the absolute opposite direction from what your childhood home was like. So, I want to talk about some things that help me live the lifestyle that I want, and I want to talk about a little bit what my lifestyle looks like nowadays, um, and why I'm, I'm in love with it, why I'm really, really happy overall with my lifestyle. So, I'm not going to say I'm not a workaholic, I work a lot, um, I work very hard and I work a lot at my other job, um, but... I never let that define my lifestyle. That's something I didn't want. Um, I'd witnessed other people do that and I did not want to be that person. So I make it a point to make sure that when I'm doing everything in life even working i'm doing things with intention i'm not just going to work and coming home going to work and coming home there are days that i will go to work and just come back to the house but i don't mindlessly sit on the couch and watch tv that's um, not the lifestyle that i want and i think it's okay to take a moments to do things like that but the lifestyle i want to live is one of gratitude one of curiosity and learning always, one of constant growth, and one of of happiness, enjoying the present moment. And for me, to keep growing and changing, it's a balance between enjoying the present and pushing for the future. So I want to give you guys some kind of tips on how to cultivate the lifestyle that you want. And it might not look like mine. Um... But if you want something specific, you really need to go back through one of my other podcasts about core values um, and really learn that your own core values, what's most important to you, um, and really understand yourself. And when you get to those understandings of whether what's most important to you, you can then base your lifestyle off of it. It will be the truest form of a life for you as a person. For me, um, it consists of a couple different points. Reflection, acknowledgement, investment, and transformation. Those are like the, f- the four things that really, really indicate my lifestyle. I do a lot of time reflecting on the kind of person I want to be, the kind of life I want to live, the kind of, um, life I don't want to live, and then I... I make sure that I'm acknowledging what's my responsibility and what's not my responsibility, acknowledging other people's feelings and emotions, acknowledging where I have shortfalls and where I have let myself or others down, and where I have succeeded and have had major success, where my happiness lies and where it doesn't, acknowledging these things, not just kind of letting them ride. When you let things ride and you don't pay attention to your internal voice that's when things go awry because you you wake up one day and you're totally someplace else than you ever thought you'd be investment is the next one for me investment for me means doing um being curious, doing research, reading constantly, making effort to head in the direction that I'm hoping for, visualizing for my future, but really investing in it, getting myself involved in things that are are surrounding the kind of lifestyle that I want to cultivate for my life, investing in it. And then the last one is transformation. And when I say transformation, uh, a lot of people are like, well, is an investment helping you transform? And it is, but you can invest in something and not... And when I say investment, I don't just mean money. I mean your time, um, your energy, your resources, investment in it. And when you invest in something, you can get something out of it. But it, the transformational process comes from a deeper going deeper than just being a part of it. It's really committing yourself to it. It's really diving deep into who you are and how that connects to the world and what you're doing, um, what you're doing, how, what it says about you, all of those things. Transformation is really going that extra mile to let yourself be be moved, sculpted, and, and made into the person that you're looking to cultivate. Making sure you set the soil and the ground for every seed you want to plant. Um, Transformation really has to do with um, just moving on behalf of yourself and behalf of others for the better of your growing and learning to be better. Learning from your mistakes, uh, investing in the in the right paths for you and then learning and growing to be better. Um, So I want to go through some exercises that you can do to practice all of these. You might want to think about what four words kind of help sum up the kind of lifestyle you want to live, and then work on exercises that might surround that. If you have questions about how to do that, and you'd like to kind of create your own roadmap on how to make the lifestyle you want, I am opening up very soon to new clients in my uh, life coaching, and I would love to help you create a roadmap for yourself. You can go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com, all lowercase letters, uh, no spaces. (laughs) And um, go on there and leave me a comment or a review. Um, Even if you don't want to invest in my life coaching, I'd love just to respond to your comments and give you some tips on how to create little exercises for yourself to cultivate the kind of lifestyle you want. But for today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you know of the exercises that I have made for myself that help me cultivate each one of these areas in my life. And consistently, I go back to these exercises just to kind of really pull myself back to these concepts to build that lifestyle for me. So the first one is reflection and there's a few things I list for myself that really help me reflect on the things that are important to me and keep the mind that I want to keep. Um, This helps me sort out my brain a little bit and it also helps me kind of gather my thoughts back back to center for me. Uh the first one is list the routine in your personal life and work. This is really important. If you sit down and write your routine out, like your normal routine, and you do this for like the routine of your days and the routine of your normal week how it goes you can see if there's any variety in your in your weekdays and in your days or if you do the same things every day you can also see if the kind of life that you're looking to cultivate matches what your normal routine is be really realistic about this one if you're gonna do this exercise. The next one is list the things that you're that get you out of your head. This might be hard for you if you're not really sure what gets you out of your head. It might take a little practice to to learn what does that. But it's important to know your cues because this can be a good list to go back to when you are having trouble trying to get out of your head and you can't really think straight. And it helps you kind of reflect on um, what's beneficial to you and what's not. The next list is like the opposite to this. It's list things that put you in the funk. If you have cues, certain things, you know to avoid those, to to steer clear of the things that aren't going to be good for you in the life that you want to create. List the best choices you have made in your life so far. The reason why I list this one as one of the exercises I do is because... When I list the good choices I've made in my life, it helps me know what kind of choices I can make going forward that will help me and will make a good positive difference. If I, in my past, have seen good benefits come from the kinds of choices that I list here, then I can know going forward the kind of choices that I can steer away from and the kind of choices I need to head towards. The last couple is list the people that make you feel happy. In your life and bring some sort of of positivity to your life. This is really good because this can give you an outlook of the people you should want to surround yourself more with. Um, If you get a positive feeling from someone or even if it's not necessarily the feeling of happiness but it could be a different kind of emotion like inspiration or calm or or, um, grounded or uh, intelligent. If you feel very intelligent with certain people um, or being around them because you can have good conversation with them or whatever it is, if it's a positive feeling and those people bring you some sense of, of pleasant emotions, it's probably a good thing to spend more time with those people if they benefit your life. You can do the same thing with negative people unless the people that you don't get a lot of a lot of benefits from being around so that you can avoid or limit if they're not people that you completely avoid and cut them out of your life. There are a lot of people in our lives that it, it's not prudent to cut them out of your life. There may be still an important part of it, but the way that they live and, and their personality might not work for the kind of lifestyle that you want to create. So just limit your time and interaction with them or Make sure the time and interaction you spend with them is, is healthy boundaries and limits when you do. The last one that I list for myself when I, when I spend time in reflection really is list the things in your life that are actually within your control and the ones that are not in your control. When I do this, this helps me so much, especially when I'm trying to problem solve and like issues are happening in my life that I feel like overwhelmed by. I have to tell myself, "Hey, some of this is in your control and some of it isn't." And I like to own up to what is in my control and I and I like to make sure that I'm not owning up to things that are not. Just recently, um my grandparent had died. My grandpa's had had um had, she's my second grandma, so my grandpa had married her a few years back, and so she had passed away suddenly and unexpectedly. This was so shocking for my brain to think about, and I didn't really know how to help. To be honest, I didn't know how, how to respond, and I wasn't sure what to do about it to help. I had to listen in my brain what was within my control and what wasn't, because I wanted to take the pain away, and I wanted to just ease it. But I knew that wasn't within my control. But what is within my control is to reach out to that family member, let them know that they are loved and that um, that I am thinking about them and if they need anything, I'm here. That's what's in my control. I can't control their response and I can't control their emotions, but I can indeed control how I respond to it. So it's important to when you're thinking about your life and the kind of person you want to be, to really understand what's within your control and if you're worrying about things that aren't in your control to let them go the next one is acknowledgement um, the first thing that I the exercise I do is acknowledge the experience that have made you feel alive and the most fulfilled when I do this when I list experiences and acknowledge how that made me feel I can I can learn to to accommodate more of that in my life and if I remember those experiences and what they were they can help me want more of that and seek more of that for instance I find that for myself the experiences that really help me feel very fulfilled and and my fullest capable self of living is the moments when I'm spending time with Marceline my daughter and um and the people that I love, when I'm really spending like quality time with them, not just spending time with them, but I'm really interacting with them, I feel the most fulfilled when I'm doing that. The second one for me is when I travel. When I'm traveling, I love experiencing culture and nature and everything that the world has to offer and new spiritual experiences by learning different ways of living and, and other people's other people's lifestyles and the way other people live. Um, when I'm experiencing those kinds of things, I feel the most fulfilled because I feel like I'm learning and growing as a person. So I try to cultivate more of that. I try to cultivate more connective time with people I love, and I try to cultivate more time where I can experience the world around me, even if I'm not physically traveling. The next one I like to acknowledge is um, list. The books, movies, TV shows, and activities I am currently invested in that are benefiting me. When I acknowledge what is actually helping me right now, I can start to weed out the things that aren't and just focus on those good things. You know, fade into more of that. So one thing that I think a lot of people do when they're trying to make major changes in their life is they try to cut out as many negative, um, non-beneficial things as possible. And not that this isn't a good thing, but the problem with that is, is that I creates a a scarcity mind frame in our brains and our brains get kind of scared and try to hold on to those old habits and doesn't really know what to do without them so it tries to replace them with something else so if you can find things in your life now the kinds of things that you want more of in your life and you focus your energy towards that it will slowly create less time for the things that you don't want to be doing so if you're a person who's trying to be more active, if you like that walk that you take, that nature walk that you take every once in a while, try to focus your energy more on that instead of taking away from other things. And and creating this kind of perspective will create a more fulfilled um, self. You'll acknowledge the good things that are in your life instead of, um, you know, trying to... to drain your life of anything negative, if you acknowledge the good things and then invest more time in those, um, you'll feel better. But just acknowledging it by itself can make you feel a lot better, that your life isn't so bad. Um, The next one is list things about yourself that you don't need to change. When you do this, it shows you that there are some good qualities about yourself that you really should continue to prioritize for yourself. The next one is list things you prioritize before doing what really makes you happy. And when you do this exercise, I want you to list these first, what you put before your own happiness first. And then list after you're done, look at each one, and tell, ask yourself whether that is, it should be that way, whether that should be something you prioritize before your own happiness. And the answer can be either. It can be a yes or a no. Some things I do believe you should prioritize um, before doing things that really make you happy. And you need to learn to be happy in the doing them. And then other things I believe that we put before doing things that make us happy, um, just because we're not used to living a lifestyle in which we can be happy and do the things we need to do. So it's important to evaluate that and acknowledge where you are doing that. The next one is acknowledge places in your life this year that you showed up for yourself. And then try to establish where you can do more of that. That one's a huge one to acknowledge where you have shown up for yourself this year and where you haven't and so that you can help yourself. And, you know, you can adopt the same mentality of just showing up for yourself in more of those areas instead of shaming yourself for the areas that you didn't. The last one is list ways um, you can acknowledge where you can invest in your mind, body, and soul and where you've done so this year. Acknowledging where you've done that in the past week, in the past month, and how good that felt can, can make you want more of it and can make you work towards more of it. Okay, the next one is investment. When I say investment, I don't mean money. I mean your time. I mean your energy and maybe a little bit of your of your resources um, financially, but it really just depends on what kind of lifestyle we're talking about here. So investment really is talking about your cores, the thing you really want to put yourself into. So the first one I always tend to draw back to is list the the investments you've made in your values and belief systems and where that shows up in your life. So what I mean by this exercise is listing the times where you acted upon your values and your beliefs and it shows. Um, if you can't list any times when the things that you believe at your core, the things that you value at your core have shown up in places that you've taken time to invest, maybe that's a good, good reflection moment to, to decide to invest more in what you believe in and your values and the kinds of things that uphold your values. The next one is, um... List projects you have meant to be working on or finish and haven't. When you do this, this gives you kind of a checklist of things to be investing your time in and gives you the ability to start, you know, tying up all these loose ends. And if you just give yourself one project every week to make sure that you do, like one investment project that um, something I do for myself is I I do a list of a couple different projects I do one for my body which I just recently started doing more of that because I feel like I that's the area I don't pay as much attention to. I pay attention to my mind and my spirituality and my values but not as much to my body so I'm trying to do that this, this year towards the end of the year and then even on into next year. I'm not waiting to start that I want to start it now. Why wait? So, um, projects that I can invest in for my body. So, like, when I say projects, it doesn't mean, like, going to work out. It means, it could mean working out if that's what you want to do. But, like, my project that I've been investing myself in a lot, um, which I'm getting off track a little bit (laughs) because this exercise is about investing in the projects that you haven't finished or you've been meaning to finish. But... The things that I do for myself, just as a side note, is I set up, you know, five things for the week that I want to accomplish that I can invest my time in doing. Um, One of it, one's for my body, one's for my mind, one's for my soul. One is for the lifestyle that I want, and the other is for the people that I love, investing my time into a project for them of some sort. And by doing that, I find that I, I hit all the core areas of the things that are important to me. Um, but these projects that you've left unfinished for a while or that have needed work, no matter what kind of project that it is, you just list them all out, every kind, every one, whether it be in your house, organizing your closet, cleaning out your car, um, maybe it was buying something specific for the house that you hadn't done yet maybe it was a work project that has been one of those things that didn't need to be done but you'd like to get it done maybe it was something with your family like you were been planning a trip but you hadn't done it you have just put it off to the side waiting for a better time whatever it is if you list out all these different projects that have left unfinished um and you know work still needs to be done gives you the areas where you could be spending your time motivating you to go towards that the next one in investment is in list the elements of your life where you feel challenged in a positive way when i do this for myself and i list areas of my life that are challenging me in a positive way i like that because challenge is a good thing um we often shy away from challenge but it helps us grow and growing is one of the main core values for me as a person is to always be growing so in order for me to do that i need to challenge my own belief systems i need to challenge my own lifestyle i need to challenge my own thoughts i can't always be thinking Um, The way I think because others may think differently and by being able to go down To a different level of thinking no matter where that is going being able to come eye-to-eye with other people and cultures and Understandings I can then challenge myself and and that uh, Actually helps me reason out my own beliefs that helps me reason out my own wants for my lifestyle and Reasons out my own wants for who I am as a person. So I think that's an important one to list for yourself. And when it talks about investments. Okay, now let's jump to transformation as the last thing that I really pay attention to and run through a couple exercises on that one. There's quite a few exercises I do on transformation. I am all about becoming a butterfly. <laughs> I think the process of caterpillar to butterfly is so important. When you're a caterpillar, you're you know, you're eating away your life and you're really consuming lots of things, but when you become a butterfly, it, it's it's interesting. We think about becoming a butterfly and then it, everything being solved. You know, once you've gotten the life you want, it's all solved. But that's not really how it works. Butterflies still have to um, push their way out of the cocoon, for one, the new transformation that they're making. Um, and I see this a lot in trauma. Um, anyone who's experienced trauma, when they go through a transition period, when they're transitioning into a new lifestyle, into a new them, um, they can struggle in that area at the beginning of being able to learn how to come out of the cocoon that they had built for themselves and learn to be the butterfly that they are. (laughs) It's so metaphorical, but it's very true. I see it a lot in trauma cases. The beautiful thing about being a butterfly is that your lifespan as a butterfly is actually really relatively short, and, and butterflies go about their time really honestly, um, whimsically, and enjoyably. They they take their time doing things, even though their time is relatively short. And I think that's something to adopt for life. Butterflies' lives aren't easy, actually, because they push out of their cocoon and their wings are still kind of wet and gooey and they have to work on getting all that dried first before they can even take off and fly. And then flying, they have to learn to fly. I mean, they didn't have wings before, so they have to learn. Um, So it's not... transformation is not always an easy process. When you're doing all these small little things to get to the life you want, you don't think it's doing that much, but each little step is moving you closer and closer to the life that you want. Little hinges swing really big doors. So the little things that you invest your time into, the little things that you acknowledge and pay attention to, um, like your attitudes, your beliefs, who you are, what you're doing with them, and the things you reflect on as a person, reflect on for the week. Is really important when it comes to transformation and you end up here at the spot of transformation. So these are the things that I list that help me work towards my transformation in general. This first one is list the things that have felt important to you five to ten years ago but aren't important anymore. When I do this it shows me how far I've come as a person and it also shows me that I can enjoy life now because the things that are important to me right now in this moment, if they're not things I want to be important to me five, ten years from now, I can let it go. If they're things I want to be important to me, that gives me the motivation to spend more time in that area, and transform that area more for a beneficial purpose. Um, the next one is list how... Ooh, where you are right now fulfills dreams and desires of the past. So this one kind of goes along with that but it it kind of grounds you a little bit because it gives you a sense of accomplishment to show you where you have transformed where are you right now that accomplished dreams and desires from when you were a little kid or when um two years ago or three years ago or five years ago where are those areas at and they may be small and if that's the case then that should inspire you to create more change in your life so that five years from now you see a different person and you're living from that future self now um And the last one is list one achievement, big or small, each and every day this week. That's a fun transformational thing. It can also help you work towards a bigger goal. So if you have a big goal in mind, if you break it up daily, which I've suggested this before, break it up daily, break it up weekly, and then break it up monthly and break it up yearly, you will see transformation. I promise. Every day, if you did something small to get you to that bigger goal, you'll feel really good about it um the next one is list the things you're thinking you'll want five years from now this one's fun to do because it puts you in your future self because you're listing things not that you want now but if you were thinking your five year self five years from now where are you in your life and what do you think you want then and, and that is a good indicator of whether you believe in yourself, for one, that you will achieve the things that you're thinking of right now. And it also gives you a good foothold to be able to work from the future. Because if you are thinking about the things you'll want five years from now, not the things you'll want now, you will be more likely to achieve the things you want now because it'll probably springboard you towards that anyway so you're working from a future self of a, a person who's already achieved the things you're dreaming and wanting right now um, and that's a huge transformational concept future self I, I highly suggest you go listen to my future self podcast living from your future self is the title because it is definitely a transformational concept. It's hard to sometimes wrap your brain around, but once you have the concept in your mind, it is huge for transformation, at least it is for me. It is the way that when I was setting up my website, um, I was able to see myself successful through my business by thinking like a person who already was, like my future self that already had the clients, already was successful. And, and it, because of that, I feel so empowered to live a different way, even before it's come to fruition. And I hope that that helps you do the same. It also helps um, you feel happy now. You don't have to wait for your dreams to be achieved to feel happy about them. The last one is, list the happy moments of your year. This one helps me in transformation. This one's a little bit of a like reflection, but it also helps me in transformation because my moments are like seeds that help me plant them for the future, to transform them into bigger bigger moments later down the road. And I think this is my overall message of the podcast today, is the moments that you find yourself happy and enjoying, um, things that are deeply meaningful to you not things that are temporary but things that are deeply meaningful to you the more you invest your time in that the more you acknowledge where you have shown up for yourself and made that happen the more you reflect on who you are and if that matches those kinds of moments and the more you work towards transformation of yourself you're going to find yourself in a lifestyle that you like because you're going to you're going to be working towards the things that are uniquely you and i hope These little exercises have helped. There's a lot of them, so it's not something I suggest you do all in one day. But take your time, work through these exercises. I promise you they will benefit you one way or another, big or small. So thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today. Um, You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other platforms. And I hope to talk to you real soon.